We've seen many main characters come and go over the years, but one character who has only managed to get weirder and weirder with time is Ye, aka Kanye West. And towards the end of last year, things crossed over from being weird to being extremely anti-Semitic. Mm -hmm. No American celebrity had so fully embraced Nazi conspiracy theories about Jews since Charles Lindbergh nearly 100 years ago. And Charles Lindbergh was at least somewhat subtle about it. Kanye, not known for being subtle. No. There was a stretch there when he was just doing a new interview every other day, doubling down on his hatred for Jews and love of Hitler and making it abundantly clear uh, that this is what his beliefs are. Yeah. Uh, at some point, he cut that shit out, though. And recently, after months of silence on the topic, he announced that watching Jonah Hill's performance in the 2012 comedy film 21 Jump Street, uh, he likes Jewish people again. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I watched it afterwards, and I didn't really, couldn't really pick I out mean, a part. I love that, Jonah uh, Hill. Uh, it's a funny movie. It uh, hadn't really occurred to me that he's Jewish and is a representative of Jewish people. You know, but um, I mean, yeah, he's Jew and uh, yeah, love Ka Jonah Hill. Kanye should, uh, I think it might actually do more benefit if Kanye watches Jonah Hill's recent documentary where he interviews his therapist the entire time, his psychologist, hmm. uh, because that's a really deep watch, a very introspective watch. And, uh, you know, it stars Jonah Hill. So maybe Kanye will actually like it. Well, you know, Kanye, uh, you know how he feels about therapists. Yeah. Yeah, he's teetering That's on almost Scientology levels idea. of hating therapy. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, anyway, before Ye's Nazi arc, there was another Kanye saga that was a lot less depressing and a lot more funny. Kanye started a school, sort of. Uh, Donda Academy in Simi Valley, California, seems to have started off as a way for Ye to assemble a team of some of the best high school basketball players in the country, who Kanye recruited via Instagram DMs. But you can't have a high school basketball team without a school... So that sh that part should be easy. Yeah, uh, we'll just build around. Sure, this. I'll make a school. So he said about creating one. So a guy who has publicly claimed to have never read a book starting a school seems not great. But information about what Donda Academy is actually like has been very hard to come by. Students and parents apparently sign non-disclosure agreements, and there aren't many photos of the campus. Always a good sign. The NDAs and the no photo policy. Yeah, you know the good things are happening when those NDAs come out. Uh, see, Donda Academy's website gave some clues about the curriculum, which includes um, daily Christian worship and a parkour elective, but it also listed school administrators who, with just a little bit of Googling, were found to have not had any educational experience. Hmm. You learn on the job. Yeah. Uh, and also, it, was, it turned out the school wasn't even accredited, which is pretty important to college admissions departments. Yeah. But on the other hand... We got some of the best ballers in the country on this team. You, you don't care about their grades. Yeah, exactly. And the side door is still open in some cases. That's right. We, we all hope, right? Uh, anyways, the Donda Academy stuff first started attracting attention right before Kanye went all Nazi with everything. And the last that we'd heard from them was an announcement in October that they'd canceled the school year due to all the controversy followed by another announcement a few hours later saying they were still open for business. Yeah, we got our wires crossed here. Getting a lot of mixed signals here. See, see you on Monday. Some teachers and students left the school, but it apparently has continued operating and has remained very mysterious until now because two former teachers at Donda Academy have filed a lawsuit alleging racial discrimination, unfair termination, and missing wages and their lawsuit also includes a whole lot of first-hand information about what Donda Academy is actually like. Oh, I bet it's totally normal inside, right? Yes. No, oh. it's not. Mm. It's fucking weird. Wow. So the lawsuit was brought by Cecilia Haley, who started working at Donda Academy in November. Quite a time to take on that job. Yeah. And her daughter, Chikari Byers, who joined in January. Haley has apparently been working in education for a very long time and was even a dean at multiple colleges. So she quickly noticed that the school was violating all sorts of California education and health and safety regulations and had a complete absence of any disciplinary system to deal with students literally assaulting each other. And Byers said in a statement, while his vision for the school sounds great on paper, it's just pure chaos and mutiny. It's like a mental hospital being run by the patients. Uh, here's Rolling Stone with more. Other issues at Donda Academy, according to the suit, ranged from the concerning to surreal. The plaintiffs claim the school had neither janitorial services, security precautions, nor even a school nurse or medical access. One student's EpiPen was allegedly stored on top of the microwave. <laughs> uh, West allegedly did not believe in cleaning products containing chemicals, so teachers were only allowed to clean with acid water and microfiber cloths. 
West's various proclivities reportedly shaped all the goings-on at the school, down to what was served for lunch every single day. Sushi. Students were not allowed to bring any outside food for anything other than water, the Sioux claims. It was widely known that defendant West spends $10,000 a week on sushi. These kids are all going to have gout. They're going to get mercury poisoning. Yeah. You should be that much sushi. Especially the, a growing mind. It's the mercury poisoning that's making things go crazy. That's why they're fighting. Yeah, maybe. Um, just a very odd choice overall. The lack of uh, janitorial staff. That too. That's just dumb because if you're a teacher, you're like, oh, by the way, it's your mess to clean up. And mm -hmm. no cleaning products. You do this by hand, the old way. Whew. Uh, it continues. Furthermore, West allegedly forbade crossword puzzles and coloring sheets, did not want children using forks or utensils, and prohibited classes from taking place on the second floor because he was reportedly afraid of stairs. Hmm. West's design preferences were a factor, too, influencing everything from the color of cups and bowls, all gray, to the color and brands of clothing everyone was required to wear. Black from head to toe, no Nike or Adidas. West also allegedly did not allow color in the classrooms or artwork hung on the walls. According to the suit, West didn't allow chairs at Donda Academy either, meaning children had to sit on foam cushion or stand, and teachers had to stand or use a stool. The school was allegedly locked from the outside during the school day, and students were not allowed to go outside, meaning recess and lunch, which the entire school took at the same time, was held indoors. Students allegedly had to eat their lunch on the floor, as there were no tables. Wow, sounds uh, terrible. Uh, yeah. Also sounds like he consulted that guy who tried to design that Santa Barbara college where <laughs> no one could see sunlight. Yeah, the windowless, uh, which I, I, that's still in the works. I don't yeah. know if they've shot that down. but he, um, He's been keeping busy. Maybe Kanye hired him. Yeah, you gotta, you're going to school in Southern California. You stay the fuck inside. No, right. no going outside for yeah. recess. <laughs> uh, sunlight, it, it will kill you. All right, Kanye, so what are we looking for at the, uh, at the new school? Brutalism. Yeah. Just yeah, plain like, brutalism. Uh, no coloring, no bright colors. Like, yeah, kids love just drab, like, monochromatic I'm sure shit. it does great things for their imagination, creativity, yeah. and uh, everything else. Just... I wonder if he commissioned, like, a custom box of Crayolas that's just shades of gray. Th that would be cool. Fifty shades of gray. Also, uh, it, it should be, instead of having no chairs or anything, it should just be littered with that anti-homeless... Uh, architecture that's everywhere like yeah. park benches you Hostile can't even sit on yeah, no sitting. yeah just like barely leaned and then spikes everywhere so you can't put anything down but yeah these kids were eating sushi with their hands on the floor well they didn't say no chopsticks oh maybe but yeah. uh on the floor which was presumably filthy because there no was cleaning no product. cleaning staff well they uh, had the acid water which you don't want to get mixed up and not getting any vitamin d whatsoever throughout the day uh, yeah, sounds like a hell of a time. It sounds like a brutalist dystopian future. Yeah, the Kanye like aesthetic. Um, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm gonna say it doesn't doesn't seem very apl applicable to children. Yeah, I would uh, be worried about now. Now that I've had this presented to me like this, uh -huh. uh, seems not great. Yeah. Anyways, these two teachers uh, repeatedly complained to Donda's administrators about all this, and they say that they were treated dismissively and were called aggressive, which they say it was troubling because they were the only black female teachers at the entire school. That's kind of loaded language in that context. Uh, after telling administrators several times that the school was literally breaking the law in multiple ways, they were fired last month and given no explanation. Sounds pretty bad in multiple ways. Um, running a school like a complete weirdo is one thing, but running a school like a total asshole is another. It's, it, you can't, teachers just can't get a break. Yeah. You get out of the public school system, you're like, well, I don't know, maybe I'll go into the private sector and, hey, look, Kanye's got a school, maybe I can help things out it's, there. It's, honestly, it's, uh, it's even worse. Uh, at least in Southern California, like, private schools pay less than the public schools because the public school teachers are in a union. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, they also have way fewer protections because of that. So, um. But, I mean, I'm sure this sounded like a very exciting opportunity on paper if you also were just not paying attention at all to any news about Kanye Yeah, West. well, and it could have also been, like, you know, you know the type of person that's attracted to teaching. It's, they want to help. So yeah. they see this and they're like, someone needs to help these kids. Like, yeah. I, I'm free right now. These kids I, are going to be there regardless. Yeah, uh, so. I need to go step in and at least try. Yeah. So maybe their intentions were wholesome, but they just got brutalized by the brutal school. Yeah. So, yeah, we eagerly await further developments in this case. 
hopefully uh, it provides further insight into Donda Academy's inner workings because again it's all very mysterious. This is the this is the most detail well, we've ever gotten about how it works. Are they at least winning their basketball championships? Um I don't know. I, I know that multiple players left Donda Academy back in October, November to go to uh, more normal schools because again it's like they don't need accreditation because they're shoo-in for college, but like they don't need this shit either. Mr. West, please, I, 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 I'm not playing at my top physical form because the gymnasium's gray, the backboard's gray, the rim is gray, and the ball is gray. Yeah, <laughs> I can't see anything. My my depth perception is, is all of our uniforms are terrible. Gray. Yeah. <laughs> also, I feel like I may be getting mercury poisoning. All right, can you step up to the foul line? Where is it? Where is the foul line? <laughs> oh, there's no foul lines here. Yeah. Everything's in play. Yeah, that's right. We do things a little differently here. Okay. Well, let's move on now yeah. to another recurring topic on this show. Cops and fentanyl. Mm. Uh, the pattern that we've seen over and over again in recent years is cops having a completely different understanding of fentanyl than actual doctors and scientists and acting like even being in the same room as some fentanyl can kill you instantly. And yes, fentanyl is a huge problem and it's responsible for countless deaths, but it's not going to kill you just by being in its presence. This fear that cops have for fentanyl has most famously manifested itself in multiple body cam videos of cops overdosing uh, immediately when coming into contact with it on the job. They look like the videos where people uh, claim to have taken the uh, uh, the vaccine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know, despite actual experts looking at these videos and saying that what these cops are doing is not what an actual fentanyl overdose looks like, mm -hmm. and that they're probably just having panic attacks, which would make sense because they are. Seemingly very, very, very paranoid yeah. about fentanyl. Or they're addicted to Narcan. Yeah, they're they're <laughs> wasting they're wasting so much fucking Narcan. Yeah, they're just, just like uh, the the rush I get from that Narcan, I have never to fake be, the you can never be too short. Oh. <laughs> All right. Sorry, no Narcan for you. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, clearly the costs, uh, clearly the cops hate fentanyl and want to stop whoever is bringing it into this country. And luckily. One such person was recently arrested and charged with importing a shitload of fentanyl and distributing it nationwide. So what kind of monster would do that knowing how many yeah. lives it has taken and destroyed? Who could possibly be behind this? Well, according to the Department of Justice, San Jose Police Union executive charged with attempted illegal importation of fentanyl analog. Oh my god. The fentanyl is coming from inside the house? What do you mean? The, the cops are the... Wow! <sighs> now, to be clear, this sweet old lady right here, 64-year-old Joanne Segovia, isn't technically a cop, okay? But I think if your career is running one of California's largest police unions, that makes you a cop by proxy. Yeah, sorry, you're a cop. You work with cops and on behalf of cops, and you're out here running a side gig importing huge amounts of the drug that cops fear most, allegedly. And also, uh, you would maybe assume, you would be safe to assume that she was allowed some sort of maybe safe passage. Yeah, it's, or... it's just so weird that, uh, and she did this for a long time. You, you and, and we are just assuming here, yeah. but you would assume just asking questions. that maybe people would be uh, tempted into looking the other way. When the an executive well, of the police, fentanyl, you, you die. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, don't that, even tell me you have it because I, I don't want to be anywhere. I wasn't to... looking the other way, you know, to be corrupt. I was looking the other way because if you make eye contact with fentanyl for more than five seconds and you say fentanyl three times, yeah, you turn into a puff of smoke. It's like Medusa. Anyway, yeah, this was not just a one-time, short-term thing. This happened for a while. Uh, here's the DOJ's official press release. The complaint alleges that between October 2015 and January 2023, Segovia had at least 61 shipments mailed to her home, originating from countries including Hong Kong, Hungary, India, and Singapore. The manifests for these shipments declared their contents with labels like wedding party favors, gift makeup, or chocolate and sweets. But between July 2019 and January 2023, officials intercepted and opened five of these shipments and found that they contained thousands of pills of controlled substances, including the synthetic opioids tramadol and tependadol. Certain parcels were valued at thousands of dollars worth of drugs. This is 2015. That's like right on the end of the... Obama was still the president. That was right at the tail end of the other opioid crisis. She was in early on the game with the fentanyl stuff. Like, yeah. Yeah, that... 
She's an originator. She's a tastemaker. Literally the West Coast's dealer. Wow. Yeah, so this was going on for a long time, and she apparently even used a police union's UPS account to make some of the shipments. There's no goddamn way that nobody knew what was going on. Well, I mean... She also didn't even bother laying low after multiple drug shipments were intercepted by the feds, and they tracked her down and questioned her about it, because, again, what does she have to worry about? Yeah. In theory. Mm-hmm. Instead, she just came up with a very weak alibi. Here's the Washington Post. But a month later, Segovia allegedly called the agents, claiming to have a tip that could aid their investigation. She said she'd found a suspect, a family friend and housekeeper, who Segovia said had impersonated her in the WhatsApp communications and made the orders, court records state. According to the complaint, Segovia told the agents that she didn't want to throw this woman to the wolves, but that it all leads to her. Blaming your fucking housekeeper. That Maria, I, I knew she was up to something. I knew she was up to something. Sorry. I'm, I'm going to take my conspiracy hat off here because I don't want to keep derailing the actual story, but it also sounds like she may have been coached into what to say. Uh, no more. I'm not going to comment on it anymore. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, this woman did not act alone. There's it no, would be very hard no to believe. Way. She's a white woman in her 60s. So? Like, right. But like, and she's worked for a police. Like, this goes deeper than just, this isn't just an idea she came up with one day. That, that naturally you would uh, make that assumption. Uh, yeah. Is all I'm saying. Anyway, what a bitch. Yeah. Also, yeah. <laughs> pardon our language. Yeah. You're, oh, my, my housekeeper, she's, uh, she's Salvadorian. You know what they... I guarantee you some shit like that. Yeah. Uh, I don't yeah. know. But yeah, also, once cops got permission to look at her WhatsApp messages, it turned out she was totally transparent with her supplier about her job, writing in one message, Sorry, I had 50 new officers starting today, so I've been tied up all morning. I'll be back on the office within an hour, and I'll take care of all of it. Any news on the Soma? I guess Soma's one of the drugs she was importing. Uh, and another message, I'm so sorry, I'm on a business trip because we had two officers that got shot. I should be home tomorrow night, so I'll get them shipped as soon as I can. Wow. So whoever she's talking to knew her job. Sometimes tech, sometimes tech illiteracy actually works in everyone's favor. Yeah, uh, so when she was finally searched, uh, police found hundreds of pills both at her home and at her office, at the police union. Well, that's the last place they would look. Oh, that's, uh, that must have blown away from the evidence uh, container, the evidence lockers. How did that get there? Yeah, so a bit odd that this was all happening under the San Jose Police Department's noses for eight straight years. Though the SJPD, of course, denies that anyone had even the slightest clue. And we're, if they did, we'd be so far away, yeah. you know, don't want to be anywhere near it. <laughs> and maybe that's true, but this case definitely calls for a serious investigation into how something like this could happen for so long. And if nothing else, this lady's colleagues should ponder how someone regularly handling fentanyl for at least eight years somehow managed to never drop dead. She must have uh, some superpower. Yes. It's the COVID vaccine that did it. Made her immune to touching fentanyl. That must be it. <laughs> yeah, from 2015 on. That's, that's right. Yes. It's, it's the 5G. Ugh. Anyway, this is yet another example of how the federal authorities are pretty much the only ones with the means and motivation to investigate local law enforcement. But the feds also suck. Uh, usually the shitty things that the FBI gets up to include stuff like basically catfishing troubled young men in, into doing terrorism and things of that nature. Uh, but recently the FBI fucked up in a way that made us double check to make sure that this wasn't actually a local police department doing it because it's, it's that fucked up. Here's CBS News Boston. It happened on the 15th floor of the Revere Hotel on Stewart Street. I-team sources say late Tuesday night, FBI and Department of Defense agents banged on the door to room 1505 demanding to be let in. A Delta Airlines pilot who was a guest at the hotel was sleeping inside, woke up and opened the door. Agents barged in, handcuffed the man who was in his 30s, interrogated him, and put him in the shower. It was more than 45 minutes before they took off the handcuffs, realized their mistake, and apologized. Sources say the agents were conducting a training operation and a mock interrogation for a Department of Defense deployment. Oops, and you're the lucky winner! Yeah. Well, how'd we do? And, uh, you know, no worries, you'll Did be that good. feel real? You'll be right as rain to fly that plane tomorrow. I'm just impressed that he's a, a pilot in his 30s. That's not that odd anymore. I guess. They need those pilots. I, I guess I am at the age where a, a man flying, or a woman, flying me, might uh -huh. be younger than me. 
Yeah, uh, you, you definitely are. I don't like that. There's a lot of people younger than you doing a lot of big things, like uh, most notably athletes. Well, yeah, that's always been the case. But, but it is still. But weird. at least athletes look older and feel older just on account of being tall yes. and really, really like masculine. Yeah. Some dork pilot comes in to fly this plane. Yeah. Come on. I mean, he probably, probably served in like the Air Force, so probably not a total dork. I served my time at the Microsoft Flight Simulator. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, the FBI confirmed all of this in a statement saying at approximately 10 p.m. on Tuesday, April 4th, 2023, the FBI Boston Division was assisting the U.S. Department of Defense in conducting a Department of Defense training exercise at a hotel in Boston to simulate a situation their personnel might encounter in a deployed environment. Based on inaccurate information, they were mistakenly sent to the wrong room and detained an individual, not the intended role player. Thankfully, no one was injured. <laughs> I want to know what happened to the role player. He's like, hello? He said they should have been here by now. <laughs> Just imagine the anxiety of having it busted in any moment in time. Yeah. And it not happening. It's like one of those... Uh, you know, they should just do this without telling each other is like cross pollinate these with those extreme haunted house things where you have to sign up for it. Yeah. 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 That is a, a, a for the <laughs> adrenaline junkies. Like, yeah, we will. You sign here. And just like MTV's room raiders at, at some point, we won't say when we will show up. Yeah. And you will get raided. Your room will be raided. Yeah. And, you know, it'll uh, in theory benefit the the FBI who needs to train in these kind of scenarios. I guess, but like <laughs> multiple FBI like sources that like news outlets talk to, they're like, "That's weird. Why would they do that?" Yeah, I mean, why the hell was the <laughs> FBI uh, running a training exercise at night in a working hotel? Baffling. It seems like something that would require a whole lot of planning. Uh, the least of which would be getting the room number correct. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, there's your problem. It's nine oh nine, not six oh six. Oh, jeez. Oh, uh, yeah. And then, uh, yeah. Why the hell, once you've detained the wrong guy and he repeatedly tells you so, do you interrogate the guy for a full half hour before realizing well, a full your hour. A full hour before re realizing your mistake? Uh, wow, this role player is really good. This guy, He wow. won't break. <laughs> Give this man an Oscar. So, yeah, this, they, they must be really good actors that they're normally using for these things. They must be. Wow, he's got a whole backstory and everything. He's crying. He's pissing himself. How did he do that? He has to go to Minneapolis tomorrow? <laughs> I can cry on command. Yeah, I don't know. This is straight out of central casting. Wow. Yeah. Just incredible work. Um, maybe they were. Thank you, sir. Maybe they were just like you, and they didn't believe he was a young pilot. I mean that. <laughs> oh, this guy says he's a pilot. <laughs> hey, shut up, dork. <laughs> he's probably regional, Elliot. Come yeah. on. I mean, they only yeah. let uh, like uh, salt and pepper hair guys fly the planes. Yeah. That, uh, and women. That fly, the planes. Women. <laughs> that fly the planes across the country. I mean, that should be a requirement. Every every pilot needs to look like Sully Sullenberger. You have to have crow's feet for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or Leslie like Leslie Nielsen from Airplane looks, uh, well, he wasn't the pilot, but uh, yeah. who's uh, the pilot from Airplane? Uh, same, same look. And who could forget Amelia Earhart? Salt and pepper woman. Yep. But not salt and pepper enough. Who knows? She probably landed somewhere and had a great time for the rest of her mm, life. I would reckon she didn't have a great time. Hmm. Well, we'll never know. Anyways, for some people, stories like this are an indication that perhaps our nation's law enforcement agencies are a bit too well-funded. And perhaps the money that they're spending on terrorizing the civilian population could be better spent elsewhere. But the second you say, defund the police, that's a non-starter for most people because they picture a world of absolute lawlessness and chaos and not just a slightly better allocation of tax dollars. Mm -hmm. Even among Democrats, support for defunding the police is abysmal. But Republicans are especially against it, not only for the same reasons, but also because it's something that they think all Democrats support. And to clarify once again, defund the police means lowering police budgets, which are the size of entire country's military yeah. budgets. Defund the police and abolish the police are two uh, distinct proposals mm -hmm. and also the abolish the police movement which i mean yeah that does sound scary like most of the people the serious people behind it they're not saying just like make the police disappear it would be a gradual process mm -hmm. of reallocating public services but i i bet even if you live in a small town i would i would bet if you looked up your annual police budget yeah, you'd be shocked it would blow your you mind see. yeah and I, especially because i guarantee you you're going to go, where is that money going? And why is no one being helped? I, I, I love, so we, our, our LA city controller, Kenneth uh, Magia, I can, mm -hmm. I can never remember how to actually say his name. I've mm -hmm. only seen it written. But he, he won on a campaign of just putting billboards up, showing like graphs 
like, look at this graph of uh, like the LA budget. One on that, because you look at that and you're like, what the fuck? The, the line for the police is way longer. And uh, that strategy is apparently there's people running in upcoming elections now using that as billboards. It's like a, it's well, yeah, a brilliantly simple strategy, because you look at that, you're like, well, that's too much. And what the, the fuck? And the def, like the defund the police thing, all the police were just doing nothing on purpose to yeah. be like, oh, you want to defund us? And it's like, you're, you're making an example of why we should. No, and they still use it as an excuse. They're like, yeah. oh, sorry, we, we couldn't help anyone. Their budgets have all gone up. We've been defunded. It's like, no, you fucking haven't. In most major city cities, the funding has gone up, not down. Right. The only thing that's happened, I think this was like L.A. and New York, They their proposal uh, got slashed. So their, their funding, their budget went up, but it just didn't go up by as much as they were asking for it. And to them, that's being defunded. Fuck you. Hey, Republicans, though, the, uh, you know, the tough on crime party, they might have to evolve their stance on defunding the police, though, because one of their own has re has recently come out in support of it. And not just any old Republican. We're talking Donald Trump. Donald Trump wants to defund the police. Wow. Don't believe us? Well, here's what he wrote on Truth Social this week. Republicans in Congress should defund the DOJ and FBI until they come to their senses. The Democrats have totally weaponized law enforcement in our country and are viciously using this abuse of power to interfere with our already under siege elections. Well, thank you, comrade Donald Trump. Welcome to the resistance. Mm -hmm. Also, that is it's so hilarious that like the one time law enforcement is being used in this way. It's like oh, the, the Democrats have captured law enforcement. Yeah, clearly. That's what's happened. But yeah, this new Republican Party platform that Trump has now introduced into the canon, uh, it might take some getting used to, though, as evidenced by a Fox News panel of voters who were asked about it. Apparently today, Donald Trump has uh, called for America to defund the police, particularly the FBI, the Department of Justice, uh, because the Democrats have weaponized law enforcement. All right, he, who in this panel, raise your hand, who thinks that's a good idea? All right, nobody. I guess you guys aren't ready for that yet, but your kids are going to love it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, speaking of Trump, he's making some pretty bold staffing choices for his 2024 campaign. Remember Laura Loomer? This somehow just 29-year-old woman was a prominent figure in the MAGA movement early on, but got so overtly racist with it that she ended up banned on most social media platforms, plus Uber and Lyft, for good measure. Uh, this resulted in one of the funniest things that has ever happened when she chained herself to Twitter's headquarters while wearing a yellow Star of David to protest her account being banned and was mostly just ignored by Twitter staff and eventually, after several hours, asked police to unlock her. Because she had to take a shit. Allegedly. Since then, she's unsuccessfully run for office in Florida twice and mostly falls into the Jacob Wall category of washed up MAGA influencers who peaked in 2016 and also look like Dick Tracy villains. Yeah, also just like have been aged in incomprehensible ways. Like Jacob Wall, when we started covering him, he was just he was a boy. And now he's like a leathery 35 year old. Laura Loomer looks like a special effects uh, a practical effects yeah. uh, horror movie she kind of thing. She is like, I don't want to go too hard on someone's looks, but she is a unusually bad looking person in their 20s. Like it's, it's very strange. It's fascinating how someone that young can look that old. All right, we're going to be nice from now on, right? Anyway, here's the New York Times. Former President Donald J. Trump recently told aides to hire Laura Loomer, a far-right and anti-Muslim activist with a history of expressing bigoted views, for a campaign role, according to four people familiar with the plans. Mr. Trump met with Ms. Loomer recently and directed advisors to give her a role in support of his candidacy, two of the people familiar with the move said. On Tuesday, after Mr. Trump's arraignment in Manhattan, Ms. Loomer attended the former president's speech at Mar-a-Lago, his resort and residence in Palm Beach, Florida. Some of Mr. Trump's aides were said to have concerns that such a hire would cause a backlash, given her history of inflammatory statements and her embrace of the Republican Party's fringes. That proved to be correct. The New York Times' report on the potential hire ignited a firestorm among some of Mr. Trump's most vocal conservative supporters, and by late Friday, a high-ranking campaign official said Ms. Loomer was no longer going to be hired. Well, that is a shame. I mean, if we had to guess, Trump was interested in hiring Loomer because she's one of the few Republicans who's all in for Trump and shit talks Ron DeSantis constantly. But she's got plenty of enemies within the MAGA movement 
who would feel alienated if Trump were to hire her, including the most MAGA member of Congress, Marjorie Taylor Greene, who wrote the following on Twitter. <clears throat> Laura Loomer's mentally unstable and a documented liar. She cannot be trusted. She spent months lying about me and attacking me just because I supported Kevin McCarthy for speaker and after I had refused to endorse her last election cycle. She loves the alleged FBI informant and weirdo Nick Fuentes. She tried to get hired on the Yay campaign after the infamous Mar-a-Lago dinner, but Kanye West refused to hire her, so now she's running to Trump. Never hire or do business with a liar. Liars are toxic and poisonous to everything they touch. I'll make sure he knows. Heartwarming. The worst people you know are fighting. Anyways, a bit weird to call out Laura Loomer's association with Nick Fuentes when you're one of the few elected officials to actually share a stage with him and seemingly endorse his very racist movement. Yeah, it's, uh, I would, I do, I, if I were MTG, I would simply not bring up Nick Fuentes um, after, you know, going to his Groiper convention and uh, mm -hmm. seeming to endorse uh, everything he stands for. But that's just me. Yeah. Well... I only hope the best for old Laura Loomer. Yeah. And everyone involved Foiled in Foiled again. Yeah. Anyway, before we move on to the headlines half of the show, this episode is sponsored by Athletic Greens. We both take AG1 by Athletic Greens every morning because it solves the very annoying problem of getting all the vitamins and minerals your body needs without having to buy a bunch of different supplements that you have to remember to take every morning. AG1 is just one scoop of powder and water, and it tastes great and makes you feel good. It can be hard to know where to even start with supplements or who to trust, but AG1 makes that so much easier. Why take a bunch of different things when you can just mix one scoop of powder in water once a day? AG1 was designed with ease in mind, making it easy to cover your nutritional bases every day. Every scoop is packed with 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients which support your immune system, digestion, mood, energy, and even your hair, skin, and fingernails. AG1 has quickly become just as important as that first cup of coffee for us. I actually, I need to re-up. I've gotten, I'm now into my travel packs. I need to save uh -oh. those for travel. Yeah. Uh, if you're looking for an easier way to take supplements, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. My doctor says that vitamin D is very important. It is. Yeah. Go to athleticgreens.com slash weird. That is athleticgreens.com slash weird. Check it out. And because green is our favorite color, <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Green Chef. Green Chef, a CCOF certified meal kit company, makes eating well easy with plans to fit every lifestyle. Whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, or just looking to eat more balanced meals, Green Chef offers a range of recipes to suit your preferences. Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well with dinners that work for you, not the other way around. Green Chef has options for every lifestyle. Keto, protein-packed, vegan, vegetarian, fast and fit, Mediterranean, and gluten-free. I like the Mediterranean ones mm. the best. Bring more flavor to your table this spring with Green Chef's wholesome elevated recipes featuring seasonal organic produce and unique farm fresh ingredients like rainbow carrots, bok choy, and olives. Make time for exciting plans and new goals this spring with their convenient and nutritious recipes. Try fast and fit recipes under 750 calories and ready to eat in less than 25 minutes. Plus, cut down on meal prep with pre-portioned and prepped ingredients including pre-measured sauces, spices, and dressings. Green Chef is owned by HelloFresh, another one of our sponsors, and with so many great meal options, there is something for everyone. Uh, we are always pleasantly surprised at how good everything from HelloFresh tastes while still being healthy, uh, especially the variety of recipes from around the world featuring spices that make even the healthiest dishes delicious. Spices, who knew? Yeah. So go to greenchef.com weird60 and use code weird60 to get 60% off plus free shipping. Again, that is 60% off plus free shipping by going to greenchef.com weird60 and using the code weird60. All right. Time to get into the weirdest, craziest, wildest headlines from around the world this week, starting with naked Florida man with dead deer in school bus leads Pennsylvania police on chase. You can take the Florida man out of Florida, but you can't take the Florida out of the Florida man. That's true. And uh, uh, Pennsylvania is dangerously close to Ohio, which is the Florida of the north. Yeah. So you yeah. get a bit of crossover there. He came up, he stole a school bus, mm -hmm. put a dead deer. I don't think he killed the deer. He just found it. But well, maybe he, he hit it. He needed a big vehicle yeah. for this dead deer. And obviously a, a normal sized car is, is just not going to do. So he stole a school bus, put the dead deer in the bus uh, and uh, was then chased by police. And then he got out of the car and took off all his clothes and like ran into a cornfield or something. Ah, they can't see me if I'm naked. And he said his plan for the deer was to take it home and use it to compost, which is possible. You can compost with animals, but it is not as simple as just tossing a carcass under 
some dead leaves. It'll it is, eventually go away. Uh, yeah, it's like if you don't do it right, you attract just like rats, uh, just flies. It's 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 not good. It's yeah, and and just and a smell in the water. Uh, yeah, a smell that it can permeate for a very yeah, long it's, distance. Uh, it, it has to be done a, a certain way. Yes. So I don't know if this guy really knew what he was doing yeah. with that, or if he just had this idea spur of the moment. But um, yeah. Hell of a Florida man story right there. And, and and I feel so sorry for the kids that have to ride in that school bus next because... We gotta fumigate that That thing. smell ain't going away. Yeah. Someone set up a Twitch stream on a Walmart laptop and just left it running. <laughs> That's kind of unique and cool. And it was, it was getting like thousands of views. It, it became one... Of, it, you would have loved this. It was only up for like half a day, but it was, it was all about the chat. It yeah. was pretty much a static image the whole time, but you could hear the loudspeaker at Walmart. Occasionally someone would walk past... The, the chat would go wild every time they heard, like, the sound of a cart maybe coming near. Blue light special! Uh, they, they, when someone would walk by, everyone would type, like, buy me, buy me. <laughs> ah, you're right, uh, I would have loved it. Yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, like, they'd, uh, whatever song was playing over the intercom, they'd, like, the chat would type the lyrics of. But yeah, someone just went to Walmart, installed OBS, created a Twitch account, and then, like, minimized we it. We need to do this everywhere. Twitch shut it down because it's, like, a huge violation. Well, it's of a their, privacy risk. It's a, privacy, yeah. Yeah, it's a huge violation of their policy terms. But I'm yeah. like, yeah, it, it, it's the new the new meta is just uh, yeah installing OBS on that display computers. Stop sign camera is still going pretty strong. I mean, it's not like it wasn't getting the Jackson people. Hole camera. No, there was one where the, oh. the one where it's like, will it will the car stop because it's such an awkward yeah. intersection? So cars just roll through it, and they were betting on who would actually stop for it. Yeah. Um, I do. Those those things are nice. I like watching them. I always watch the Sturgis one. Yeah, it's all, it's all about the community, not the, the content. Yeah. Red truck. Red truck. Locals throw baby puffins off clifftops on a remote island in Iceland to help, to help the stray birds take flight. I, and I've been there and I've, I've watched the puffins fly and land and they are the goofiest looking things. Yeah, they're I, the coolest looking bird though. They look like Muppets. Yeah, they look. Yeah, they're weird looking. Uh, but yeah, they when they they come down, they like it looks like they're gonna crash land every yeah. single time. They like come down like this. They're not very aerodynamic. No, and they do jump off the cliffs themselves to start getting that. They uh, do. Uh, so the reason is, so there's this island off the coast of Iceland where like most of the world's puffins live, mm -hmm. and basically since the dawn of electricity, they've had to go and find lost puffins and toss them off the cliff because they when they're born. Something about having like light pollution like fucks up their ability yeah, to they like probably like guide it head... through the northern lights or something. Yeah, previously. something like that. So like moon. now they just they just get lost and shit. So like the people go out in patrols to find like young puffins and then carry them over the cliff and just like toss them. You know, I... and the, and then they they instantly figure out how to fly. I'd love to toss a puffin. Here's what I'll say about Iceland. I'm really glad that I went in the early 2000s. Because I went again a couple years ago, and it is so drastically different. And, How? and well, everything that I used to go to is now like they've built things around all of the natural uh, things with like gift shops, yeah. coffee shops. Like there's they make so all many their money off tourism. Yeah, but there's so. so many tour buses and stuff going by and yeah. everything like that. It's just like I, it's still mostly empty though. True, yeah, and you can go on the F roads if you get like a if you actually rent yeah. a car, and that, then you can get away from it all. But you're also like, you know, you're gonna one flash flood comes through and you're uh, kind of stranded there, buddy. But uh, yeah, it is. It was unfortunate going back and seeing how commercialized it had all gotten, and I'm just glad I had that experience before everyone else ruined it. Yeah, well, and I got I didn't see puffins last time either, and I saw them the first time. I didn't see one, but I ate one. Yeah, did you get the whale penis beer? No, they didn't have that yet. Mm. I did eat whale meat, though. Yeah? It was good. I had puffin meat when I was there, but not the second time. Puffin was good. It was like a, it was like a salty, it was like sea salt chicken. Mm. I only had like a little piece. I, had, I ordered this like sampler platter of just like a single bite of like horse, puffin. Uh, like the American special. Whale. Yeah. And then uh, I think the last one was just a type of fish. You, know, you, get, you get to have a little tiny bite of that one last Big Mac from the... Uh, yeah. The previous McDonald's. Yeah. Uh, lovely country, though. Uh, yeah, you should visit, I guess. Um, yeah, dress warm, even if it's summer. I went at end of August a couple years ago. That's when it's daylight the entire time, right? No. Oh. It would, but they were very long days. It got yeah. dark at, like, 10 p.m. But, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it was fucking freezing. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's like, it's like a summer in Iceland is still just 
unbearably cold. So keep that in mind. And very windy. Also bring a lot of money because everything is fucking expensive. That's the second time I went. The first time I went, uh, I just toughed it out and like spent money on food every once in a while, like decent food. Mm -hmm. This time uh, that I went, it was a little bit, you know, doing like a hotel every once in a while. So I was just eating hot dogs from the uh, like whatever convenience store happened across. A cocktail is like $20. (laughs) Yeah. Go to the Big Lebowski bar and get a uh, white Russian and spend $40 on it I or something. Did. I did. It was worth it. Yeah. Anyway, late night game of Monopoly in Brussels ends with samurai sword fight. They, yeah. they need to ban this game. <laughs> Monopoly has resulted Too violent. In, in more violence than anything yeah. else, honestly. It's, uh, this, this game has been a scourge upon humanity. Yeah. Samurai and it's not sword. teaching anyone the right lessons either. No, well, Monopoly was originally made as like a form of satire. It was made during the Great Depression. It was mm-hmm. called the Landlord Game, and uh, the whole idea was to assume the role of an unscrupulous landlord who uh, only cares about amassing more wealth. Yes. Somehow that got lost in translation, and now they're they're all about that. It was but those damn Parker brothers. The Monopoly Man is good instead of uh, evil pig-nosed capitalist that he was originally cast as. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah, not my favorite game. No, I it's I actively avoid it in adulthood. And even when I was a kid I didn't play it right. Everyone just had their own rules. Yeah, and, the house know. rules. That's usually that's usually the cause of the samurai sword fights. Yeah, maybe that was it. We don't play free parking here in Brussels. Yeah. Could get your money out of the middle of the board. Normal man faces twenty two charges for child porn. I don't think that's very normal at all. No, it does not fit my definition of normal. It's a a Depending on the crime that happens, a fortunate or unfortunately named city. Yeah, it's normal Illinois. Yes. Everyone that lives there is a normal normal man, normal woman, normal yeah. them. So depending uh, on how funny the crime is, it could be a funnier headline than this yeah. one. Yeah, normal man. Yeah. Not very normal. No. You got some people normal. in your town not living up to the town's name and spirit, mm-hmm. I'd say. Yeah. You need to do something about that. Royal Mail, sorry for nasty April Fool's prank, telling striking staff everyone is getting a pay rise. Why wow. are people still fucking doing this shit in April the year Fools. 2023? Guess what? We're paying you more money. We're giving you exactly what you asked for. Yeah, no, and this especially, they've been in a fucking labor dispute for like a year because inflation in Britain has been like crazy. Uh, so the staff at Royal Mail, are, they're just asking really for like, inflation adjusted wages and this april the april fool's joke was like we're giving you what what you asked for and then everyone's like oh shit oh, cool and then afterwards they're like well we didn't think people would fall for it because like what we were offering them was like ludicrous we would have never done that <laughs> yeah well guess what buddy a bad april 1st is going to lead to a worse may day yeah 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 that's the when the real pranks happen yeah it's a goof just, what did the kid call it yesterday in yesterday's video? Just like a harmless prank. Mm-hmm. A little goof. Just a goof. Yeah. WWE apologizes after using Auschwitz footage in WrestleMania promo. Damn, I've been out of the wrestling game for a long time. What are you, why are they the Attitude Era is back. <laughs> yeah, wow. Really, they're pushing pushing buttons still. Yeah, no, I think it, 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 I can't imagine how an editor could have mistaken it. Yeah, but so it looks it was like, like just some stock footage of a... Yeah, uh, it was like, like a prison or something. It, it looks a like a prison. Promo for like I think Ray Mysterio Jr.'s son, uh, Junior Jr. Yeah, Ray Mysterio Jr. Jr. Who like he in his, in his promo he's like you know I'm not scared of shit. I've been to prison, and so in the B-roll, some editor is just like prison, <laughs> and the picture is fucking Auschwitz. Yeah, there's no context, and uh, no one notices until. Like, actual people with knowledge of this watched it and were like, wait, what the fuck? Was that fucking Auschwitz? Yeah. My bad. Yikes. Did you also, well, did you see uh, Vince McMahon's new mustache debut? Uh, He looks scary. He looks awesome. He looks like he's going to tie a damsel to a train track. He looks exactly like the type of guy to um, leave the company for sexual uh, allegations. And then come uh, right back. Come right back and then sell his company to... Uh, UFC? Or well, to Endeavor, the company that owns UFC, mm-hmm. and and make like $20 billion off of it. He looks just like that. Yes. He looks like a baron. But yeah, there is... I'm a wrestling baron. It is funny. There's like a certain age where like men can get away with the die job up to a certain point. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, okay, yeah, I mean... 
that looks like the normal hair that grows on his body. Yeah. But you reach a certain age where it starts to look like it's painted on with fucking shoe polish. Yeah. And Vince McMahon, sorry, Vince, that's you've, you're at that point now. Just put some gray in it. It's fine to have, you know, to make it all camouflaged. It, and he has rocked gray hair for years. Like, yeah. why are you dyeing your mustache black? I'm what stuck. are you going for? I here? got grays coming in all over yeah, the place. Yeah, it's normal. It's unfortunate. Salt and pepper. Makes me look esteemed. Yes. Yeah. Look at that genius over there with his gray hair. Mm. Yeah. Woman who survived Pennsylvania factory explosion said falling into vat of liquid chocolate saved her life. It is horrifying. So there was that big chocolate factory explosion recently. At the Mr. Beast factory. Which... (laughs) Like seven people died. Uh, But... uh, Yeah, no, it was very unfortunate. But also, like, the details of... Like, no one should have died because all the workers in the factory were like, hey, boss, it smells like fucking gas in here. Yeah. And the boss is like, I don't know. I can't. The, they say keep working. Just uh, ignore it. And then like 10 minutes later, it fucking explodes. A bunch of people die. But yeah, this woman, she was literally on fire. She's like, I'm fucked. I'm going to die. She's on fire. She's running. The floor collapses out from under her. She falls into a vat of chocolate. Molten chocolate in the basement, which extinguishes the fire. Yeah. Um, but then I'm she, sure she has burns all over her body. Yeah, she's not doing great, but she was trapped down there then. Uh, and also, like, when they were putting out firefighters above the rubble, were putting out the fire, so the water level in the basement kept rising, and she's like, fuck, fuck, fuck. They finally got her out after, like, a full day in darkness. Horrific. Horrifying. Yeah. What chocolate company was this? I don't know. I don't think it was, I mean, Hershey's is Pennsylvania, but I don't think yeah, it's Hershey's. It, it wasn't them. That would have been like massive, massive. Yeah, that music. would have been in the headline. I don't know who's. I'm going to assume Mr. Beast. Yeah, that's the <laughs> only thing I can think of. Juniper's yeah. on the case with that one, yeah. tracking down the uh, the various crimes. What's this the, guy's uh, deal? Yeah. Well, um, anyways, snake on a plane. Cobra in airplane cockpit prompts emergency landing. It's that same guy that got broken in on by the DOJ He's, or DOD. Yeah, yeah after, after getting the DOD on it, no. Hey, did we get the Cobra out of that guy's cockpit? Oh, no. Oh, that was part of the part of a, the FBI prank we pulled <laughs> on that guy. Uh, no, this is a pilot in South Africa. It was a small plane, but like, you know, it's like if you have like a spider in your car while you're driving, like that's stressful. You want to like roll, you're trying to roll the window down, get it out. A fucking King Cobra, or I guess not a King Cobra, but some South African Cobra. Just in the cockpit while you're flying a plane. You just have to... All right, folks. Uh, sorry, we're going to... We got an issue. Everyone just don't move for the next 10, 15 minutes. If and, the plane uh, starts spiraling, uh, we'll need someone to come take over. By the, the way, anyone back there know how to fly one of these things? Uh, maybe play some Microsoft... Anyone got one of those sticks that they hold, move snakes around with? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, it worked out all right. This is fucking This is the one nightmare. time you can clap at when the plane lands. <laughs> yeah. Just this once. I was going to say, were, uh, were you caught in the traffic on the 5 yesterday? Yeah. Okay, so I got to the front of that traffic, and it was a guy, at least some of the traffic, was a guy, and this is so perfect because it's Easter. It was a guy chasing a family of bunnies around on the what? freeway so they wouldn't get hit by cars. So he's oh stopping all of the cars, and luckily a bunch Why of them Why were there did. rabbits on the freeway? Because it was right next to Griffith Park. Oh, no. And so and I, I, he finally got him off to the side, and they're not even, like, fully off, but he can't keep running around in traffic. Yeah, no, that's so, dangerous. So, uh, you know, I'm honking at him. Everyone's honking at the bunnies. And, you know, I, I, went, I went home, and wow. uh, I hope they were fine. But it was very Easter, a very Easter thing to happen. Where was Jesus? Not watching out yeah, for those bunnies. And you know the second those rabbits made it into Griffith Park, a fucking... Coyote. <laughs> a fucking coyote just slaughtered the whole family. Yeah. yeah. I, w- I would have said a mountain lion, but... R.I.P. P. Twenty Two. Yeah. The last of his kind. <laughs> Is that true? I don't. Well, the last, the last mountain lion in uh, L.A. like city, city limits. Yeah. Well, definitely a coyote had a great meal. Yeah. No, they're everywhere in there. This is very local talk, but if you go to like Griffith Park or any like any large natural area, and you like just stay in one place long enough, you will see fucking coyotes stalking around. Just look in the bushes; they'll be yeah. sticking their heads up, they're looking fucking at you everywhere. Yeah. And in the in the parks like that, they're less scared than out in the outskirts too. They yeah, they get like, I mean they like, they're scared of humans enough that you, they're never going to bother you. But they do get like weirdly close where you're like, is this is this the one? They know that you can kick their ass, but yeah. they're very curious and they want food. Yes. Uh, anyways, final headline: gory Easter crucifixion reenactments resume in Philippines despite churches' pleas. They've been doing this for years. Yeah. They they. They're resuming because they took three years off for COVID, yeah. obviously, because having a crucifixion during COVID, that would be 
dangerous to people's health. Yes. But now that COVID's over, we can get back to literally nailing people to actual crosses with yeah. actual nails um, to celebrate uh, Good Friday. Yeah. This is going to stop inflation, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's so. just like, uh, it's the local, like, it's the local dare, too. It's like, you're a local hero once you get crucified. And you're like, yeah, it's not that bad. The crucifixion doesn't really hurt. It's more like... It's an honor, sir. It's just inconvenient. Kind of sucks being up there, but the nails, you know, they're clean. Does your family do the whole, like, not eating meat thing today or whatever? No. I mean, I did when I was a kid, but, like... That's that's actually how the fillet of fish. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> McDonald's doing numbers. Today. No, I mean when I was a child, we observed Lent. So, I guess originally, in the olden times, I believe it was no meat for like the entire mm. Lent, so forty days, and then they changed it to like no meat on Fridays during Lent, and now it's just like some people are just uh, no meat for one day. Uh, oh my gosh, the sacrifice! I talked to my parents, and they were they were like, "Yeah, not doing meat today." I was like, "When the fuck did that happen?" I'm telling you, this like crazy conservative Christian shit is like brainworming people. Uh, th- this is not how I grew up e- at all. Mm. Well, you're not really into Jesus until you show up for work on Ash Wednesday with fucking ash on your forehead well, and confuse all your coworkers. My dad's a mechanic, so he always has some kind of oil or grease or something. <laughs> like Celebrating always. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. I'm gonna go have you know, chicken wings after this, just to so somebody's eating something. I you know? might go get a, a, a fish delight from McDonald's. No, go get a big steak. <laughs> that, and maybe it's on discount today. Oh, this guy wants a steak. What a fucking asshole. nobody buying steak. <laughs> gonna go to, over to Musso and Frank's. Keep that place in business. Oh yeah, should be no problem getting into Musso and Frank's <laughs> on a Friday night. Good Friday though. It's uh, it's a steakhouse. Yeah, and they are Italian. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Well, in the Mario movies, probably got people in there eating meatballs. So you don't oh, know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that's it for this week's show. Have a hoppy Easter, everybody. Yeah, uh, please like the video, <laughs> even despite that. Have and a hoppy Easter, everybody. Uh, if you if if you want better jokes, you know you can always uh, hit that thank button or yeah. join as a member. Yeah, and, it, it uh, inspires us to be funnier. But um, thank you for everyone for leaving uh, ten thousand comments and a million likes in the last video. Let's thank get you. that up to two million. Uh, of both. I want to see a video where we get more likes than views. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Are you a bad enough dude to somehow fucking pull that off? <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Uh, leave a comment, reply to a comment, subscribe to the channel, leave a like, and then check out our videos over here. Our mo- most recent news dump is about a YouTuber who got uh, captured by the Taliban again. <laughs> and a YouTuber who got shot for pulling pranks. Yeah. Also, and Tech News Day, it's... It's a hidden gem. It's a real hidden gem. A lot of people are saying this. Uh, our comment section has devolved into yeah. that, which is fine. Engagement is engagement. Thank you so much for joining us. Bye-bye. Bye.